Hello and welcome to episode 2 of 3MP in association with Spitballing Pod. We're a week delayed, but hopefully we will make up for it with the content. I'm Luke Byron, joined as always by Tom Kennett and Troy Weaver. As always with these podcasts, and I say that having only done one of them, but unofficially we've done more than just the one of these before. Um, I kind of, our first port of call I have is a conversation I had with Troy and kind of ties in with what we're doing. So we're going to see the new James Bond tomorrow. Gotcha. Troy doesn't like cinemas. Um, The Sopranos film, I'm surprised the lack of people I know that have seen The Sopranos. So when Mm, Troy told me he'd seen it and then he mentioned the fact that he'd been to the cinema recently, I think, my eyes lit up. I said, oh, I didn't think you'd like the cinema. Turns out he doesn't. (laughs) No. Sometimes you've got to, sometimes as a man, we have to make these sacrifices of going to the cinema. Forced against his will. Every now and again. Yeah, I hate, I fall asleep every time. (laughs) So clearly that's a, that's a sign there to say, this guy don't do cinemas well. (laughs) Maybe you really like him. Maybe you really like him. Maybe you're so comfortable. I'm so comfy. Yeah. It's a better excuse than other people I know as to reason they don't go to the cinema, but that's probably not podcast friendly. (laughs) With you saying then about falling asleep in them, I was only recently remembered. Um, remember we had that activities week, the first year of sick form. Yeah. And we had to bring blankets in, essentially. We were going to do some yoga or meditation. <laughs> I'm telling you, this woman's voice that did it, I've never heard anything. Like, I was flat out asleep, snoring in the middle of this hall within, <laughs> about, within about five minutes. <laughs> but like, probably like half the people there were genuinely asleep. You know, I was looking around thinking, oh my God, everyone's like sneezing. Suddenly it was like a scene at a kindergarten cop. Or yeah. <laughs> we had to leave, like, write a little like, review after. And I said like, I've never heard anything like this woman's voice before. Like it is incredible. <laughs> He's enchanted. Was she, was she English? Different I can't country. even remember what her voice was like. I just remember... To set the Excuse time, me. I mean, I had a pair of maroon chinos on with a blue Osaka t-shirt. Um, if you remember those, those that really does encapsulate the time period very well. Two thousand and ten, eleven. Yeah, yeah, it would have been twenty eleven. Yeah. Um, and Rihanna t-shirt underneath. <laughs> I had a Arsenal blanket. Joy Goy t-shirt somewhere. <laughs> I had one of them. The type that you would get maybe for Christmas or that kind of thing. Like a, and I remember putting that down and just being flat out. <laughs> I remember having to be woke Amazing. up at the end because, yeah. like, she was still going, and I just, I was. I never fell asleep at school, but people did, didn't they? You know, like, one of my friends who Freaking he wouldn't mind this, like, the sort of stories I could tell about him because he he's quite successful now. He's almost an example of where you know the teachers tell you you ain't gonna amount to shit, and he's just like, yeah, I'll do it later in life, and then just does. But he used to sleep every German lesson, like <laughs> without fail, and. <laughs> The teacher sort of cottoned on that it was easier to let him sleep because he didn't disrupt the class, which is just just goes to show you the sort of school I went to, really. Well, no, because we had this with Sean. We we had media lessons and we mm. used to place bets in our little group as to how early in the lesson Sean would fall asleep. <laughs> and we did it. Um, the room that it was was like a common room, so it was just sofas everywhere, basically, with a TV at the front. And so Sean would be in this uh, leather sofa in the corner and you'd see him, hmm. whichever unfortunate person was next to him, he would just somehow burrow himself into their shoulder <laughs> and then just snooze and then just snooze for the hour and he and he'd be set i used to get um a, like the green green light for wearing my headphones and because they realized as well it was an exact same thing of he doesn't 
try and make jokes or be funny if he's got his headphones Just in. Be. Yeah, he actually does his work, which I was... Which, like I say, it's good and bad, really. You know, shows the school that they're just kind of like, meh. But on the same side, it kept me quiet. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a bad reaction to hay fever tablets once. Um, I don't know if it reacted to anything else that I'd taken, but I took some at work. And it was one of them where not just you're tired, like I physically couldn't keep my eyes open. I put my head down on the desk and I was woken up at quarter past five with someone saying, Luke, are you going to go home? Because <laughs> <laughs> it it was so bad. I've never taken a hay fever tablet since because I've just been terrified that this is going to happen again. My friend, like people that are in the sesh world, like people that get on, you know, three day benders and stuff. A lot of these, a lot of the time for them to actually call it a day, they have to take sleeping tablets. Like, so to be like, right, I need to leave this house that I've been in for 76 hours. Yeah. I need to take some sleepers and then I'll, and that'll send me to bed and I can go home and end this charade. So I know of someone who took the sleepers before they left the place that they were at and it just kicked in on them like halfway home. And they said it was the weirdest thing. Like they were Especially fight- driving. Yeah. <laughs> they were fighting it with all their might and power, but they just could not. It's, uh, just, no, and it's ended up in the fight. bush, Luke, literally down there, like a few houses <laughs> down and slept there all night long. Like <laughs> I was... Um- rare time of when I used to go out. I think I told this on the podcast before, but it was around my birthday and I just remember being in um, Butler's and being bought a lot of those awful flatliner shots Yeah, and someone had paid the barman not to give me water afterwards, but had all these in, a awful, and that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. in an awful way. I don't remember how I got home, but um, yeah, I was found out there by some paramedics and they took my phone and once they'd got me in the house, rather than just make sure I was okay, they phoned my mum and told, <laughs> and told her what an awful parent she was. Wow. For allowing her Chastised son her. to That's get insane. in such a state. And she was saying to him on the phone, like, first of all, I can't come home. I've had a drink. Secondly, he's 20 years old. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. He's a grown adult yeah. just because yeah. he lives yeah. in well, my, my house. Did. <laughs> my yeah. my mum the next morning said, I hope you're happy. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I don't even know how I got home. <laughs> just, just lastly, on falling asleep in places you probably shouldn't, I... I have also fallen asleep in a nightclub. Uh, we went to watch Cass, Cass is Dead, yeah. in Bristol. And the act that was on before was like local grime act or something like that. And they were fucking awful. Like <laughs> the sound technician was really bad to a point of where you couldn't hear nothing. You couldn't hear no lyrics. All you could just hear was over, like just a hell of a lot of bass. And somehow I fell asleep, stood up next to on a speaker with the bass thumping through, through behind me. The two friends that I was with had countless photos next to me and then eventually woke me up when Cass came on. So I was quite happy, really. That's a bad review for that act before. Yeah, literally. <laughs> the one Sent you don't me hear to about. sleep. With, with the cinema, though, is it just literally you, you fall asleep? Is it? Do I you- think um, with... Like with films, I used to watch films like There's No Tomorrow, but now a film has to be really good for me to enjoy it and and for me to really want to sit and watch it. So a lot of the time, that films that come out in the cinema that my missus will want to watch yeah. probably isn't going to cut cut the cut the bread for me. It, no, you know, it's, no. it's not. However, I went to watch People Just Do Nothing. I do I like People that. Just Do Nothing, but the film was exactly how I expected yeah. it going in. You know. The, the Sopranos one is enjoyable, but not fantastic. Like, again, it's, it's just a losing effort, that is. Like, 
I think we we said it, didn't we? You you can often judge a film quality of, in the cinema of how many times you check your phone, like as in the time yeah, of like yeah, what, yeah. and when you start working out how long you think that there may be left. Yeah. You know, say it's a nine o'clock screening, and you think, right, well, the the, uh, the adverts going to take fifteen minutes or twenty minutes. And yeah. Then, so I'm going to be out here like fucking eleven o'clock. What the so, hell? <laughs> do you do you buy into the this film's better on the big screen? No, not at all. You don't. Oh well. Actually, on a given there's film, been a I few, think. yeah, for certain genres, I think it works. Like, uh, I've never really, I've gone to see horror films in the cinema, but never really, like, horrors don't really scare me, like, make me jump. Mm. They did when I was really young, but they don't. I'm so bad at jumping. Yeah, see, I don't, I'm not, I, I'm usually the jumper. I, I like to make people jump. I know when, when the time's coming and it's right and I'll give them a bark or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but horror films in the cinema can go one of two ways, uh, the the biggest difference I have is um, watching Woman in Black at the cinema. And I watched it twice. The first time I watched it, there was these uh, like awful. They must have been. It was a twelve A, wasn't it? So they must have been like thirteen, fourteen year old girls in front of us. Is it twelve A? Yeah, yeah. That was the whole thing about it. I thought like, it was a fifteen. No. I thought fifteen was. I went, a bit, to, I went um, to see the others that was a twelve, twelve, and that well, scared the shit out so of me. The issue yeah. was there were the so time. many jumps in Woman in Black that these girls in front would kind of make a noise when they knew the jump was coming. They would scream when the jump came and then they would laugh afterwards. Oh, so you couldn't oh. get into the film at nope. all. Atmosphere is killed. Yeah, and because they're deliberately doing it because so, they're scared. Yeah. You know, they're deliberately yeah. killing the atmosphere. Then, yeah. I watched the same film again and I went with uh, Daryl, that uh, we all know. And despite the fact I knew when the jumps were coming, I knew how the film played out. Came out of the cinema that time shit scared oh, oh, wait, look, it, my it worked yeah I was in the garden and I was seeing like uh, the washing line going around and I knew it was closed on there but I had a corner of my eye I was like geez, someone needs to get me in the house because <laughs> this this is horrible when um, the cinema was just kind of coming out of um, lockdown and allowing them in they were really pushing hard in the you can rent a screen in here you can get any film you want put on um, we spoke about it we, we didn't do it What's this? So, just like renting a cinema screen. Okay, what, like you and, what, five other people or something? Yeah, so it, it was it was 120 quid, I think. And I mean, you it, say you can get any film put on. Do you- so, pretty much, that's, I mean, we didn't go into the details. The email I sent was essentially, is it a film we can bring in, or is it you? we get a private screening of, of something the that's already that in right. cinema? Yeah, yeah, which defeated the point, obviously. Of course. Um, but yeah, they said, no, you can kind of choose the film that you want it to be. We didn't go Within any further reason, than that. Yeah, imagine. But, but I, I wondered... First Bangkok film, chick boys probably wouldn't fly. First film that comes to mind if you had... If that was so for your, for your birthday and uh, I don't have this cash spare, I say, Troy, on behalf of Spitballing Pod, we've got you. Cinema screening. You choose. We're all going to go. What film would I want to watch? Especially because it's the big screen and stuff as well. Oh, I don't know, man. It's a tricky one, isn't it? This is it. TK, do you have do you have a go to? Oh, I think. Well, yeah, I think. like I said, because you'd have to because it's an actual cinema thing. You'd feel like you'd have to make, make yeah. it a thing. And also, like it, it also I can't drag us on... into the Godfather. So no. three hours. Sorry, boys. This also was part of it. Of say, if you're saying it's for you on your own and you alone, like that might be different to because because I'm a little bit. I don't even know if there's a right word for this, but I like showing people things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, I really get something out of. 
being the person that brings something to someone's attention right, and right. them enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, Usually yeah. it's with music, but film would also be the same. So that would change my thing, which is, I don't know, it's probably a bit narcissistic or something, but that's just the way it I is. Do like, like, I do like, like you drag everyone to watch this film and I was like, this is shit, Troy, what have you yeah. done to us here? No, but you will <laughs> like it. <laughs> I do feel a certain pressure when you send me like a song link because I feel like you're waiting in this moment. Yeah, like, I want a review like, here. Like, yeah. Well, not like a... Oh, 100%. Later. Like, I only send songs to certain people, really, as well. So just to add more pressure onto you, really. <laughs> yeah, like... So now you know, you're not getting an honest review from Luke now. Yeah. He's just going to say yes. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. This is great, Joy. I love that's this. That's part of the reason why I do send them, though, because yeah. he gives me an honest... <laughs> no, because he gives me an honest review. There's a lot of times where you'll say, not really my cup of tea, but I can see why it would yeah, be, you yeah, know, yeah. yours or whatever, I think, but... I think when we spoke about the films, we essentially were like, Goodfellas and, Goodfellas and Training Day were ones where we were like, we didn't get to see it in the cinema. Yeah, immediately we Rocky loved it enough was the one that pay, like, popped in my head. We had head headline on the podcast yesterday, cross-podcast uh, talk here. Stallone is re-releasing Rocky Four with 40 minutes of additional footage and just calling it Rocky vs. Drago. Um I mentioned you yesterday. Saying, additional footage? Yeah, what? yeah we, is, we were saying, like, what could you possibly have left in the can? Hmm. So we they said, got a lot into that film. So how much more could you have? It felt like a bit of a money grab, but yeah, I wondered how you feel about that because I know you're a big Rocky fan. Yeah, I, I remastering and stuff like that. I'm, I'm into you know like and it's, it, as it's extended footage, well uh, you know footage that didn't make the cut or whatever. That's also fine with me because it's not like they're. It's not like he's trying to, to rewrite it or something. Yeah, or it's like a, put himself back in the shoes of Rocky Balboa in 1984 because yeah. that ain't happening. Ah. But yeah, so yeah, no, I'd be intrigued to watch it because I'm a big Rocky fan, but I've never watched any other apart from Rocky's one to five. That's it. I just didn't bother. I just was kind of like, Fairly I'm wise. happy with the five. I'll let it end there. I don't really. I've never. I haven't watched um, any Even of the, the Creeds. Creeds. Yeah. Nah. Rocky Six. Remind me what that one is. So he he comes out of retirement and fights Antonio. Antonio Tarver is playing. I have seen that. Yeah, that that one's better than Five. No, Five is not great. I like Five. I've not seen Five. Five make Five makes me cry every time I can watch Number Five. Street Fight. Yeah, and the reason it makes me cry is when he goes to the gym when he when it's and it's all run down. He goes there and he has he has a, a flashback. And they must, I don't know whether it's foot, because I don't know if, uh, what was your man's name? Meredith Goldsmith or something like that. It's a really Jewish name who played Mickey. Burgess Meredith was Burgess it? Burgess Meredith yeah, yeah. Goldsmith. <laughs> you, you, but, you're in the right ballpark. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know whether he was still alive when they did Rocky Five or whether he was dead. Because if. It's a good question. Because he looks, because basically they show a scene, don't they, of like the flashback in the ring. And Rocky is watching himself and Mickey in the ring yeah. just before, uh, I think it's before his first I fight think I assumed he would die, he'd die for that reason. For- yeah, like, and he's, obviously, yeah, it shows him in the ring and he gives him the whole spiel of the, he gives him Rocky Marciano's cufflinks. Yeah. He says, you ever yeah, yeah. feel like you're going down, this little angel is going to whisper in your ear, he's going to say, get up, you son of a bitch, because <laughs> Mickey loves you. And that line, every time, will make me cry easily. <laughs> I don't know whether it's something from my childhood or something, but yeah, so Rocky Five it has a place yeah, for me. I've not even seen that one. That's so. crazy. I, yeah. I don't hate it. Like, some people really don't like it. I, I do quite like it. So. I like it. They kind of urbanised but, uh, it, didn't the, they? Yeah, Rocky people, a couple yeah. of hip-hop tunes in there. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Philadelphia was a different place in the yeah. 90s <laughs> than it was in the 70s. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, is it not because it's a bit different that people highlight that one? Like, just saying a street fight at the end. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because yeah. of that, 
as well. But I mean, the 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 scenes of Tommy fighting in the ring are, are pretty cool, aren't they? I think. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, they do a good job with that. Um, but yeah, all the it's time you are kind of hoping that Rocky kicks his like actually gets in the ring and does it. But You're waiting for yeah, yeah. the street fight is what it is. So the next thing I took down, and I basically just jot things down now as the weeks go across that I think are interesting. Pod worthy. Yeah, well, in the office at the moment, I'm seeing people come in gradually. They're ill, and the way you get looked at now, particularly if you have a cold, um, and I'm grilling the person who's opposite me every time they cough, and I keep looking mm-hmm. over my desk like, "What are you playing at here?" Putting my mask on, saying, "Get home. I don't want to catch this cold." And they say, "It's only a cold." And I'm saying, "I don't deal well with the cold, though. I don't want it." <laughs> yeah, I don't deal well with it. He doesn't. He's not, not lying. Like, he doesn't deal well with and it. I'm saying they go. Oh, I said, well, you're not, you're not going to want to deal with me when I have the cold. That is that is the key thing that they're, they're underestimating. That. Yeah, exactly. And it's been so long that it's going to be worse now when you have one because you've almost forgotten. You're going to have a stinker. Yeah, yeah. And that seems to be the reaction of everyone that has one at the moment is just how bad it is. And most respectful people do put their hand over their mouth to cough. The worst is people doing this where they go, <coughs> oh. and it's like they, for some reason people think that doesn't require putting your hand over your mouth. Like, <laughs> like it's a different thing altogether. I, I open the window because I want to get some of these germs out, and people are complaining it's too cold in here. And I put my fan on, and then I have to worry about my fan might just pick up the germs and just blast them into my face. Yeah, Essentially, really I was going to say just the the reactions of not just me, other people when anyone has a cold now. Being on the tube with someone having a cough and seeing it like a cartoon, seeing like the sweat go down their head and then go... Yeah. And they have a cough and they don't have a mask on and people are looking around every time they cough like, do you get off this tube now. <laughs> you disgrace. I think like within my industry, like people are the opposite. They're so the opposite. Like they've had, they don't, they yeah, still they don't give a shit. Cough on me. It's a little bit like, yeah, you know, like as in pe- people just still don't give a shit. Like that's yeah, that's pretty much it. So I think I think you have to find some middle ground somewhere, Luke, because otherwise you'll you'll forever be <laughs> yeah. constantly like, oh my god, this guy's on, like, you know, like, no, and then we'll all end up getting really no, ill. No, this this isn't even COVID, not even COVID related, Luke. This this, this is no different to how you would have been prior to. Yeah, yeah that's that's true. Like, I'm not one of them. I, when I when I go, to it's the just football, now you can feel acceptable wearing the mask. Well, yeah, no, like, so now he can justify looking at you like you're a scoundrel. The Arsenal Spurs game, I, I didn't wear a mask. The ones before, I was kind of on and off because mm. I'm looking at people around, and obviously you don't know who has COVID, but I'm looking at some people like. I don't want to breathe in what you're breathing out, essentially. Like, <laughs> if anyone's going to have it here, it's going to be you. Mm. And just being a bit more open, I had to stand up at a Spurs game, which I hated. Um, <laughs> it just felt a bit safer. Not there. for you. No, the whole no. standing malarkey. <laughs> but I, I thought also, like people have put off going to the doctors now because one, you don't want to sit in that doctor's waiting room. Mm. And two, I, I guess... There's no one in there anymore in the doctor's waiting rooms. They also do a great job of putting people off. Yeah. (laughs) I I took my kids for uh, their injections the other week. Cheers for that to the missus. Absolutely shot me right in the foot for that one. (laughs) Told me that she had a works thing where she was doing health and safety course that day and no way she could get out of it. Lied to me. Just had normal work. (laughs) So I had to take the day off work to take both of my kids for their injections. It was brutal. Especially with my oldest, because he's like nearly four, so he's fully aware of what's going on here. But yeah, the the waiting room was empty. 
What? Absolutely empty. No, that's the thing that never I'm makes thinking, sense when they're like, no fuckers around no, no more. Like, no. everyone, so you say, Luke, a lot of people are like, what was the oh, doctor, just take, chance, take the chances at home. What was kind the doctor of a, like mm. that did it? Because I remember having a jab at the surgery. It was a woman. The woman was brutal. Oh, like, she was brutal. She was northern. And you know, like some, I've got nothing against northerners or women. Let's just get <laughs> that straight. This gets on to but my next topic. If you combine them, sometimes it can northerners, get a bit... Northerners, women, we had an anti-smake earlier. <laughs> <laughs> When you combine the both, however, sometimes it can get a bit tricky. <laughs> and this time it got... She was just too full-on, like... probably the same person. She was play, She was really playing up to her northern stereotypes. Some of them do love doing that, I'll say it like yeah. it is. You know, yeah, really. yeah, exactly <laughs> that. that. Sort of thing. Oh, stop crying, you. I'll give you a slap round the head. <laughs> and all, if you're like, she, all right. They couldn't find the you know, vein. six months, but... <laughs> they couldn't find the vein in my arm. I, I hadn't eaten anything before I went. My own fault. Or, or had a drink. I, I just got up and about 10 minutes later went to go have this jab. Um, Amber complaining and complaining and complaining. Oh, I didn't have a drink. She's like, well, how am I supposed to do my job then? <laughs> like this. And she was just jabbing it in, going, can't find one there, can't find one there. I'm thinking, you should probably be looking here first. Or keep just trying. My arm was killing me afterwards when I left. Yeah, what a guy. But I think with, with, a, with a female doctor, it shouldn't make a difference. And I'm prepared to share these kind of things on the podcast. You see all these adverts. We said far worse. Let's well, face it. You, you see all these adverts. Uh, you see all the things saying, you know, check yourself, check this, that. About a, cu- a couple of months back, I'm convinced. I'm convinced it's from being hit in the balls. But it's one of them where I felt it after the fact, and I thought I convinced myself. You've so got, you've right. got some here. Yeah, you yeah. Need to get to the doctor. Oh, I tell you what, with the balls, it, it, it's well, a scary old yeah, thing, isn't it? You do this when you do because we've all. I've been there. I don't know if TK, but a lot of blokes have. I've done it twice now. Yeah, I was about to say this isn't the first time you've yeah. done it. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. So, Byron, you're in here every week. <laughs> you, you do this e-consult thing nowadays, and I just knew how when they were going to phone me. And you put the whole thing in there, like, do you have a history of like heart condition in your family? Yes. Do you have a history of uh, cancer in your family? Yes, it's not looking good here. Ugh. And they phoned me up while I was on the bus and she's asking me questions like, so where exactly is it? Would you say on like the underside? Would you say it? And I was like, oh, what, um, what? draw a picture. I don't know how much. She said, a convenient time to talk. And I thought, I don't really know what I can say here. Kind of gave her the answers. And then she panicked me. She went, well, I best see you tonight then. I'll, I'll, squeeze, <laughs> oh, I'll no. squeeze you in. If you're, on, if, if you're on your way home now, See you about five thirty. I didn't have time for a shower, and I thought, I don't want to be going there with sweaty nuts either. No, so no. many thoughts in such a short space of time. I thought I don't want to be be a bit weird here. Like I don't want to be putting like aftershave on. Yeah, like I'm especially if I'm getting here. you know transported from here to the hospital in an ambulance because I might never watch wash my balls again. Yeah, that's the thing. I had a quick quick trip home, little uh, little wash around. Went down to the doctors, and. It's just weird with it being a doctor. I mean, no offence if she's listening. Would be mental if she is. Be a hell of a... I didn't have to have the worry that you would have in a film where suddenly it's just a dime of a doctor. And I'm yeah, yeah. What's going to happen here? But they, women can just never know how sensitive your balls are. No, I'm saying, right. does this hurt? Even when there's no issue. When you're squeezing it like a conquer in your hand, eventually... Got the all clear, so we're good. Second, but that's the thing as well, isn't it? Because everything for me, my balls are sensitive, so everything <laughs> hurts down there. Well, it shouldn't matter having a female doctor, but it did. The pressure was like amped up. True, yeah. I don't like women touching my balls. I was say that as well. I've never have. 
and I never will. First, the first time I went to have it checked. <laughs> not like men either, by the way, lads. <laughs> <laughs> get that out. Male dogs on the front. Get me in there. I think I, I think I was about fifteen uh, the first the first time I went, and I said it on it. The doctor checked it, and he was disappointed he didn't find anything. Oh, like he why? looked at me like. I was hoping you were going to be my first. He said, "So where's the lump?" And I was like, oh. "Well, I thought I felt it there." And then he went, "Hmm," and looked at me as if. I just fancied coming in for, for him to have a little reach around. Like, I got something you out of it. You were that experimental stage in your life, you know. I need someone to touch him. It's after they say... Oh, um, your prostate's all right as well, yeah, so what's yeah. going on? Why, why are you here? Saying, so is there anything else I can your help gag you reflex seems fine. <laughs> it's like, it's, oh, you can't have a conversation after that. Saying, is there anything else I can help you with? That should be the last thing you do is... Yeah. You yeah, have this little... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have this There's nowhere to go around, from here. Tickle around. Yeah, doctors are... If you can avoid going there, uh, I would just do. I, I'm sure they're getting worse as well. I, I went for my eyes, and there's another place that I've constantly got issues. Um, you found a lump on them. A couple of, <laughs> couple of years back, and they weren't even going to look at my eyes before checking. I, I had my eye just kept watering, and they were like, oh, it could be this, could be this. I'm like, are you going to have a look? He went, oh, yeah, okay. No. <laughs> yeah, I remember, I remember like... I had a symphony, like, have you tried wiping them? Yeah, yeah, funny, I have considered that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is they must get so many, I guess, just people call up with stupid things. Like, yeah, yeah. Because, but the thing you say about, like, the, the waiting room stuff being empty, is, like, genuinely, when you, if you call up and ask for a point, they basically just give you, like, ten barriers to make sure you can't oh, get in. Yeah, 100%. I think they just, There's a reason why they're you empty, because you can't get an appointment You know, I don't want to be taking yeah. shots of GPs, but you do tend to just see doctors kind of walking around, kind of chilling, you think, yeah. <laughs> If you're in, working in like a hospital, you're probably thinking, oh, I fucking hate GPs because they're having a great gig because I'm rushed yeah, off my real. feet and they're just chilling. Well, yeah. I was thinking about this. Generalising as well. Just generalising. Yeah. Could be this, could be that. <laughs> yeah. I'm, not a, I'm, not a, I'm not an expert. Yeah, yeah. Listen, you want to go see a specialist? Yeah. All right, that's, that's up to you. Up to you. <laughs> I was thinking when I went to the football the other week in um, at Arsenal, you used to have those dreaded like open your arnels where it's just like the one long block rather than being like separated <laughs> where you're like shoulder to shoulder. And I was just thinking like how weird stage fright is because you're not oh, worried about someone like I'm not worried about whether the guy next to me thinks yeah. No I don't no, like no. The, I don't like the look of what he's got there. It's such a strange thing, but it does happen. I never used to suffer with it and I know the exact moment it happened. <laughs> we went to Disneyland Paris with school. We stopped at one of the services, I think on the way back. Went in the toilet, Sean's in there as well. Sean's trying to have a piss and I'm just talking to him just out loud. And he turned around and you know when he gets that kind of anger in his voice, it's almost like a bit of a whisper at the end of his tone where he goes, oh, like a sigh as he gets his words out. Yeah. And he, he turned around and he went, will you just stop talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> Love that. And I was laughing. I was like, what do you mean? Why can't you pee if I'm talking to you? Like, what's the issue? I'm pretty sure I went to go later that trip. I couldn't go when there was you. someone next you to me because you'd thought about it at that point no then, didn't it? I think he cursed me He's, yeah he put a hex put on it you. in your brain I think yeah. that's what it is because <laughs> since, since then I've been unless I'm really desperate and I go somewhere like that I'm already thinking this is going to be a struggle without without getting deep because I I, st- I suffer from stage fright as well but without getting too deep it is massive insecurity issues and it's horrible to even get it up. But that's but what I it is. Because certain lads will piss freely like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And they'll just go for it. Like I remember going on like uh, a lad's holiday and we and we were on a, a minibus and we pulled over it like in like a, a lay-by and all the lads was pissing along the side of the road with their like trousers and shorts at their ankles. 
and it was like two or three of us just couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> we were just like, I'll go eventually. <laughs> just gonna keep trying. <laughs> it's a good point. It makes it's it's like, it's like you say, you're desperate to go. It's right. You are gagging to go. But it's not like in the, like in the gents' fight, but you have your you have your cock out. So that's not the yeah. part. Of it. no. It's just you didn't, what? You're not wanting to see your stream. What's I don't the, know what it is. I, the beauty of that Sean story is there must have been so many. I can think of so many instances where Sean's probably wanted to say to you, "Can you just yeah. stop talking?" <laughs> <laughs> and this is clearly just enough. Well, I remember going to the uh, Super League final at Old Trafford. Worst urinals I've ever been to because. It's literally like it curves around, like it keeps going the whole way around. It's just like a game of snake with the urinal. So everyone is literally having to squeeze in. Arsenal's a little bit like that, though, isn't it? It's not as bad these days. I think some of them are kind of blocks, but these old traffic. But I know what you mean by that, though. The ones like that, because I've seen, because they're like that in some tube stations and stuff as well, where it's just like a fucking free for all. But you know, when you, you stood there where you know people are realising you've been stood there a while but yeah. you're kind of like I've stood here for this long now I may as well get it out and you get that moment where you're like okay I'm finally about to piss and someone says something right while I did this bloke put his arm round <laughs> at the urinal and he went Why? he went are you cheering for today then mate? oh <laughs> no what a thing to ask and I had, <laughs> not, I had a Warrington shirt on it wasn't like there could be any confusion yeah, yeah. also why did it matter yeah I was yeah, going yeah. to say that, that's really neither here nor there it was like one of them he was like it's like he was squeezing in the gap and he just put his arm around are you cheering on today then mate and I just looked at him Warrington I, I find what, what does <laughs> oh, it for me words. is to read an article so if I'm in a, if I'm in a busy place and I need to piss in amongst people, I'll whip the phone out in the other hand <laughs> and I will just read an article and concentrate as hard as I can on the article, cock in the left hand, phone in the right, reading like You're fuck. You're not far away and though, I from will someone just, saying, And then I'll piss. You're trying to take a picture of my cup, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's true, actually. You know, when you're looking at it over this direction. <laughs> this lad tried to take a picture of me. Yeah. He's been here what? For, what? You've been no. here for 10 different lads now, mate. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm just reading about the introduction of Northern Soul. <laughs> Uh, that's what they all say so that's what they all try this is this is a bit of a segue but um i've been kind of waiting to tell tk about this but i thought it would be better coming from you troy so in terms of the strangest texts i've ever had to send i text troy a fortnight ago now and i said bit of a weird question does your cat now only have three legs (laughs) i'll let troy go from here yeah it's got three legs now (laughs) poor thing uh, our resident Greenbank spitballing podcast cat, yeah, uh, Smudge. Cat. He um, he's rough. He's just a rough and ready cat. Always been knocking around the area. There's like just because this leads into it. Me and Mike were stood in the kitchen and we saw the cat. We'd not seen Troy's cat for a while, and so we said that that looks like Troy's, but it looked like before it would look like. It would go for you if it wanted to. It looked a bit like rough and ready. It looked like the same cat, but it didn't. Like it's been on a spa weekend. Yeah. And yeah. Then, so we were looking at like it. Like Gandalf the White versus Gandalf the Grey. For so real. The same yeah. cat. And it was one of them where Mike said, does that cat have three legs? <laughs> and, then, and then we, we kind of like huddled looking at it. He wears them like, well as well. It does good. only have he three legs. He wears it well. So I text <laughs> Troy well. and then I got a voice note telling me what happened. Yeah, so, so basically what... The situation is with Smudge is he lives at my mum's house because um, obviously when I moved out and that with the kids, I wasn't looking to take the cat with me really. <laughs> but it's still m- m- kind of like my responsibility. So anyway, our Jill's on the phone and she tells us that um, she hasn't seen Smudge in like three or four days. 
she's getting a little bit worried at this stage. So you said, have you checked Byron's house? Yeah. <laughs> so she's she's put it on the, the, the Facebook notice board of the lot. Anyway, he comes home about two days later. So he'd been out for like five days in total, I think, four or five days. Skinny as anything, leg hanging off and a few other like scrapes and whatever. So anyway, it wasn't in a good way. My mum's took him to the vet. I've gone down there as well with him, uh, with her. And uh, they basically said that it would either be um, £1,200 for an operation to possibly fix, the leg was broke or whatever, and to possibly fix it. Might might work, might not. Uh, you know, it'll have to have a lot of aftercare, etc., etc. Yeah. Or we can chop it off at 600 <laughs> So, you know, I'm putting a horrible situation here of where either way, I'm going to be £600 light for at my least, fucking cat. Yes that I don't even live with, so I don't get no pleasure out of my cat anymore. But, so anyway, we've, we've opted for the amputee because he, he said, look, as you know with cats, they've got good balance. He said, they they say cats are born with five legs. You know, he really sold it with that line. It was so weird because it's, it was stood as if like, uh, yeah. there was no issue. That, like, that's why I said to TK, he yeah. wears it well. Yeah. Like, it, you wouldn't really know until you see him in full stride. But when he sits and whatever else, it's, it's, yeah, he's camoed it quite well. <laughs> well, I noticed a difference because um, previously the, the cats are obviously quite territorial and Dave, he doesn't get to scare many cats away. So occasionally I'd see him chase him off. And when the cat was there, the others were just kind of looking at it like they didn't have a care in the world. And it must be, they just don't feel threatened uh, Yeah, anymore. he's no threat no more, I guess. But yeah. you said in... in but it must have been like caught up in a fence or something. Yeah, well, the, the and vet had to, made like, like chew through or. Yeah, the vet made like a very uh, macabre kind of like prediction of what had happened and shit. Like he said, because of how empty stomach and all he had, like completely skinny and everything, like he guessed that he'd been stuck in a fence for days and days. Jesus. And the only way he could get out was to go saw style. And gnaw his leg, like because oh, he he said like the position of where the wounds were and stuff would look as if he had done, done it. it. You know what I'm saying? So basically, that, that cat would have a fucking story to tell. Yeah, and uh, yeah, now he's he's back fighting fit because he had to spend like a week or two at home. He just clean, you know like cats just clean constantly because yeah, yeah. he, he's an all white cat and he won't go out. That's why. That's yeah. like he looks like a brand well, new cat now. If um. You could have seen my face when, uh, so I send that message. Uh, I get one back from Troy saying, oh shit, I haven't told you about this. And then I see um, Troy Uber is recording and I thought, we're in it now. And he ended the voice note with, yeah, only my cat, this could happen. Only my cat can have three legs. Oh no. <laughs> and then the worst thing is a week later, he went fucking missing. He, he escaped and was missing for two days. And my mum didn't have the bollocks to tell me. Because we just fought down yeah, I mean, his chowder. There's, there's pressure on that cat to survive at this For real, point. yeah, 600 yeah. quid down. He's showing and, off his three legs. Yeah, and but he but he turned back up again, just strolled back in, <laughs> or hopped like back in misses. or whatever. So yeah, he's, he's still say, strong. So Dave, one of our cats, not just someone we feed cat food to. He's a bit strange <laughs> sometimes where he won't eat unless it's in the garden. So I think 
on this occasion when we first saw him, I was like, I, I feel like I can't shoot it away anymore. Like it's got three <laughs> yeah. legs. Like this feels you a bit cruel. <laughs> but you can't be nasty to, to disabled cats. Yeah. Like. No. Um, in my notes now, we go from Troy's cut to Salt Bay, um, who um, oh. has been in the the news constantly. Um, I mean, for the last couple of years, but particularly over the last couple of weeks since this uh, clip of his uh, a bill from his restaurant came out. Mm-hmm. Um, 630 quid for a tomahawk steak, 13 for a uh, Red Bull. Um, All this is is like the modern day version of that stupid stuff they used to do in France. You know, like where you'd eat that bird with a handkerchief over your head. And have you ever heard of that? Like, it's like Fargoa, but it's worse. It's like a tiny... It's like a tiny basic. If you don't want to hear about nasty stuff, go go forward 30 or 40 seconds in the pod. (laughs) Basically, it's a small bird, tiny little bird, and they pluck its eyes out and then force feed it grain so that it gouges itself on grain because it, because it hasn't because it's lost its sight it thinks it's night time all the time so it associates that with feast with feeding yeah so it eats 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 it gets over plump and then what they do is they drown it in brandy so then once it's drowned dead in brandy and nicely fermented they then boil it and no they deep fry it um and it's that small of a bird that you have to eat it in one mouthful and they put a handkerchief over your head um, so that you can take in all the scent and all it's it's illegal now. It's grim but probably delicious. Yeah, yeah I mean it's it's illegal now, it's but it's um, it's the same <laughs> with like what's Farquhar, that's where they torture a goose in it and the liver yeah, because it's yeah, been tortured, the liver is, you know, more tender or whatever. Yeah. Like it's basically the modern equivalent of that and it's rich people who just want to be like, look at what I can do. Well this is I can't work out whether I resent the people that go there more uh, paying that kind of money. I did see someone where someone said they would leave their missus if uh, they ate the steak the way that uh, he did when he dangled it over because oh, mate, she seemed- ate this like a dog. Like it was like, it was like slobbering everywhere. And, he, and he's feeding men. Yeah, uh, I, I would not. I don't care. I'm. I am very comfortable in my sexuality. So you're not leaning. I am not letting a man feed steak from a knife to me. I find it's that not happening. The whole thing a little bit odd. Anyway, even if you uh, were just sat there watching, I feel yeah. like this is a little bit weird. I don't know what it's I'm supposed to do. Stupid. I don't. I've nothing against Salt Bay. Hustle on, my man. Hustle on. I and make your money. To assault the rest of my fucking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> feel confident that wouldn't leave my kids around him. Um, <laughs> no. Nothing against the guy. Just, no. just don't feel confident at all. How much <laughs> do you reckon the guy's paid that just follows him around with a little bowl of salt? Ugh. Like a caddy, the salt caddy. Uh, if Red Bull's a 13 quid, he's getting an alright commission, I'm I also, sure. I also resent that one that you see in other restaurants as well, where you essentially cook it yourself. Um, and that's what the video... Yeah, yeah. There's, the there's a video is. gloss that you can do that, isn't there? Yeah, I've... I've like, been particularly if I'm paying this much, like, cook the yeah, damn steak yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah, it wasn't a nice price, yeah. Just quickly, we're watching um, some fucked up fights Don on YouTube. and Takeyama. This is an absolute classic. It's probably one of the fights, earliest fights that got me into MMA, just from its pure obsceneness. Like, Don Fry's just a freak of a blur. And, and like I remember the commentators. tradition this is, like the amount of times we've watched this. Yeah. I can remember, the, at this point, it's the maddest, isn't it, where they're just punching yeah. each other and the commentator's talking about the mouse under his eye. <laughs> 
And me and my friends just screaming about mice similar, under similar the eye. Ones. We've never heard that term. There it is. There's the mice. <laughs> some of the ones we've watched while doing just this podcast today, we've had Gabby Garcia versus an old woman. We've had uh, Johnny Knoxville versus Butterbean. <laughs> uh, all sorts. I just searched um, MMA freak show fights and just uh, and we've had some a kung fu compilation. Um, the Knoxville one was great. It was seamless timing with you talking about snoring whilst he was snoring in the middle of that shop. Um, all right, the next thing I've done, a bit, I'm a bit deeper considering uh, we've just spoken about salt months. Um, so I've written down like dealing with expectations and is it better to have them or not? And a lot, well, a lot of this comes around <laughs> about a lot of this comes around about Arsenal because oh, I, I was dreading right I was dreading watching us after those first three games. Had the win against Spurs, the expectations are at an all time high, and it's almost impossible to kind of live up to those expectations. And the thing with expectation, and it goes across all things. When whenever people talk about nights out, there's someone who will say it like you've never heard it before, and they go, "Oh, I'm planning nights out of the best." Oh yeah. <laughs> As if they just, like they just, just come up with it, yeah. But when you do this and you think about all the nights that you've bigged up, they've been planned like months and months in advance, it's almost always always impossible to live up to what you've placed on it compared to the unexpected. I thought, is it better to have the expectation or not? Because I probably, I mean, I wasn't disappointed with the draw against Brighton, but if we had the draw against Brighton after the loss to Brentford, I mean, I might have been in the street. Hmm. <laughs> uh, well, part of it, like, Ramsdale, the way he's loved now, is people were so convinced that he was just trash. That's benefited him, hasn't it? Yeah. Because he's he's done well, so he's exceeded. Whereas Sancho, on the other hand, for yeah. United has been shot out the sky. Like, um, yeah. Would they be so seemingly disappointed with their start to the season if they don't sign Ronaldo. Because it, mm. upon signing him, they started talking about themselves as title contenders. Prior to that, they probably would have accepted just we're part of the top four. four. Yeah. So it's, it's an odd thing, yeah. is it? But that's what makes... Uh, that's often what ends up getting a manager to sack is a big signing. Then, because then it's immediately things have to work out or else it's your fault. Well, the Wolves goalkeeper has more assists than Sancho this season. Fucking hell. I mean, this ties in with, with Ramsdale with what I had down and that is whether you ever truly change your opinion. And I started this with Ramsdale and it probably follows on. Xhaka follows the same thing because no matter how many good games Xhaka has, I'm never going to change my opinion about what type of player he is because yeah. we're just waiting for the mistake to happen. And rather than it be as simple in my head as he's a good player that has these odd moments, my opinion of him is always just going to remain the same because you just waited. And with Ramsdale, have the people who saying, you know what, I was wrong, have they really changed their mind? Or the first time he makes a mistake, are they then going to say, well, we were waiting for this all along? Like, I mean, it's a tricky one with, with the Ramsdale one because... Like you say, with keepers, it it doesn't take much for you to suddenly be yeah. the fucking shit of the week, does it? <laughs> so, I mean, like, yeah, I don't know. I just don't, with Arsenal, I just don't think we're, I don't know if we don't think we're still not equipped nearly enough to be mounting any type of, like, serious interest in anybody thinking that we're doing something this season anyway. I think really we're, 
we we think about it a lot because we're Arsenal fans. Yeah. But I don't know if a lot of people are really taking full care of what Arsenal are up to as much I'm these days. Not. Yeah, like <laughs> we're, we're quite irre- Look, the oh, fact that we really weren't on we telly. Spoken oh, yeah, about we, more than almost any other club. Yeah, I mean, we not are still reasons. relevant, but I don't know if we are with a, as many fans. I think it's almost like the online stuff and, and main source things still want to bang on about the Arsenal this You're and that, probably going to end but, up in the, the awkward between anyway now. So now you've had your really, really bad patch. You might pick up a bit, but aren't good enough to be yeah. a really good team. I think so what I was trying to get at almost between. was, even if we do have, even if Ramsdale does have a, a pretty decent season, I still don't see, I don't think it does much for him in terms of like, he doesn't become England number one all of a sudden. I think he's England number one by the World Cup. Do you, do you think though? Because I, mm. I think with Safegate, he's not the sort to. He doesn't really like shaking the boat too much. I think we people like, really have to shit out. He's got he, like yeah. with goalkeepers, and you notice this more with international goalies. Once they get us, you know, once a, an international goalie's got his Hard foot to get in, him out. it is it is really tricky yeah. because they don't play week in week out for the nation. Therefore, they're not making mistakes each week. Obviously, Safegate is definitely one of them players who says. Oh, you know, he's not making the mistakes for me. He plays well in my system, how I want him to play. I don't care what he's doing. Goalkeeper's benefits usually in that regard. Yeah, right? yeah. An outfield player would never get that. No, not given that. No, you're right. If so, I don't know. If you had to buy Pickford or Ramsdale for Liverpool tomorrow, hmm. which one would you buy? Christ alive! Uh, how old is Pickford? This is what I, I was actually gonna say. You probably have to bear that in mind. How old he is? Five. Take, Ram- take what's the Ramsdale? Out of it. Ramsdale's 20. Yeah. You're about to turn 23. He's a very good young age then for a goalie. I've, I've, plenty of years left. I guess Jordan I don't... Pickford's 27. Hmm. 27. I guess the thing is, I, for all I've said about Ramsdale, I guess I don't know his ceiling, whereas I'm pretty confident I know Pickford's ceiling. Um, how, and he can't uh, reach it. Hey! <laughs> um... <laughs> I'll probably go with Ramsdale just, but that's probably because I'm a bit of a hater of both of them, really. Wow. But in terms of your, your thing about can you change your opinion, I think a large amount of people won't ever, regardless, on, on most matters, actually, they'll form an opinion, and that's it. They're, I think... Oh, yeah, I've booked into have his face tattooed next yeah. week. <laughs> you, you can change your opinion too easily. Um, <laughs> but I, I would say I'm. he could sway me. I, I'm not in the... I mean, he already has a little bit. I think I'm not in the camp of, look, no. he's trash and I'm just waiting for an opportunity to say he's trash. I think some of his interviews would help turn you as well because he's a charming bloke. He turned me. I mean, he's, he must be giving a good interview. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, uh, no, but he, he has definitely enamored himself with the uh, with the fans as well, hasn't he? I know I yeah. saw him um, interview someone talking about like his famous crime artist or something as well, wasn't he? he so, so Troy texted me in the week. There was a clip that went viral with um, Ramsdale. He did an interview and he was asked, what's your favourite takeaway? And he said, look, I love Jamaican food. He said when he was a uh, youth player, his digs, he lived with a Jamaican fella. Right. And he said, right. so he was cooking him Jamaican food all the time. And he's like, he'd like, take that over anything. Gotcha. And then a whole new lot of Arsenal fans are like, this is my guy. This is my guy. <laughs> um, I said to Troy, if, if, you, if you're put there and you've got a weak stomach, your career's over. <laughs> you're, you're <laughs> Darren Fletcher's put there. He never makes it. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got down there and be like, look, I can't get yeah. training today. <laughs> I can't make training today. You said that yesterday, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> look, look, all right. 
the church <laughs> chicken. <laughs> well, I remember going to an Arsenal game with um, Troy and Neville, we know before, and them queuing up for jerk chicken at a stall before the game. And I said, like, you're both braver men than I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else have I got on the list for today? So we've got, I've got the less serious ones here. Um, I'll go to you first, Troy. You know I love me, so nothing to declare. Do you think you could smuggle something through customs? And if so, what's the biggest thing you could sneak through? Um. Well, hypothetically, I I may have smuggled something through customs, just hypothetically speaking. Blimey. Uh, through airports and boats. There's no big deal, but loads of people do it. All the time. How big are we talking? They do. Oh, just a bit of weed, like you know. Oh, but, um, nothing, nothing, uh, nothing too criminal. So you, you've not like. I mean, to buy, buy yourself by um, the by the international laws. Let's say you can carry up to seven grams and still and get caught and still be fine. Like as in, you still get your flight or still get on the boat. Anything over that would be classed as importation. Yeah. Um, and you know, yeah, then you'd be looking at getting a fine and arrested and all the rest of it. You know so what I mean? If if we, if I'm a game show host and I match up you and TK today and I say, look, much like this uh, Squid Game show, the loser here dies, you two <laughs> have both got to take through the biggest thing you can through the Australian border protection. Um, obviously, if you get caught even before going through, you don't get another go. You have to get through. So right. don't shoot for the stars. What's the biggest thing you think you can get through with Whichever one smuggles through less, you're toast. Well, I mean, it's, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because obviously anything's going to get picked up. Surely everything's going to get picked up on the x-ray machine. Like if it's big, I mean, it's going through those scanners... They only X-ray your suitcases. Yeah, I know. Like we're talking, yeah, we're talking invading. <laughs> Unfortunately, one's, one's space. I'm I'm looking this deodorant can over here, and I'm thinking, well, yeah, can I? Can I, I, I really, mean, I really want to win this. I've used a roll-on. This is you and pop, Troy having pop a little the ball field. off, and then pop whatever inside the roll-on, and then you put the ball back on. That's that's quite a, quite a goodie. Well, you and Troy are looking back, going, how much can I fit back there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I no. feel like neither have got much uh, much area, so I feel. Like I'd love to, you two that, to then be getting competitive here. You go, I reckon. I reckon. I, I you know, you know. I reckon my ass has just got a little <laughs> bit more capacity, actually. <laughs> I do think there's every time I watch nothing to declare. I think some of them, I'm like, why are you even attempting this? The ones where they still think it's like 50 years before, and they think if you have a little like, you 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 stuff it in the lining of the suitcase, and they're like, this isn't going to be picked up. Yeah, that is. I mean, they, one, yeah. one too many old films. That's it, isn't it? I mean, realistically, the only place you're really getting away with it is is up your ass. Or like, I know people that bring like weed back from Amsterdam in. Uh, they, they so what they'll do is say their suitcase. They'll put it in their jeans pocket and then fold the jeans up in the suitcase. Then that way you can you can kind of claim the ignorance card. Oh no, come, I didn't oh, realize it was in there. there. Yeah. Chances are they won't find it, but. And I know also know people that have just boxered it, you know, just boxer lined it. Like it's it's literally one of those of where you're just running the risk of is there a dog or not? If there's not a dog, you're fine. If there's a dog, eh, you're fucked. <laughs> it could be a bit tricky. I've I've been stopped and searched by a police dog on every single festival I've been to in my life because obviously I've always smelt of it mm. and I've always had it on me. 
but I've never been caught with it. Ever. Shit dogs really oh, touched the wood. Dog. I'm never going to do it again, to be fair, because it's a dog festivals. On yeah, they, no, of, they were doing their job. Shit handler, shit handler, who did not frisk properly. <laughs> I do remember hearing uh, someone coming out of festival supposedly having done whatever they had and shouting at the police officers on the way out, you dog shit, mate. <laughs> <laughs> on the next episode of the International Smuggling with Troy, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be recording live from uh, Heathrow <laughs> as we film we're gonna Troy put some going, of this to through, test. going through the barriers. Fuck, like they got a dog. They say, got a dog. And if I get Cool. We can see it's just in the interest of art. We're doing this for the, for the purposes <laughs> so, of art. I saw I saw this in a tweet, and I've uh, I've asterisked this in. That I can remove it if needs be after I've asked you both this question. <laughs> um So I saw the hypothetical posed um, that Margot Robbie and your mum are both drowning. You can only save one, but you have to pipe them after. Which one do you save? My mum's in her 60s. She's had a good time. Yeah, I've... That's I, ain't, a, I ain't shagging her, so she's no, got to go. No, that's, I don't even really consider that a decision. Yeah, I feel the, like I've, I've a seen lot of you make tougher decisions. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I've, I've got no real qualms so about that. There was a clip of this kid getting asked in a... Um, I think it's like a TikTok live or something. And you can see like the cogs in his brain moving. And he's saying that out loud and he's like, I really love my mum, but... <laughs> I don't. I don't love her that much. Like, I don't want to. I, and he's like, I'm not answering. I'm not answering. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We know what that means. No, it, it, <laughs> realistically, you could have named uh, a pig of a woman and my mum, and I'd be going, "Well, listen, I don't really want to fight my mother, so I'll just, you know, yeah. as you were." So Margaret Robbie is really, it's, it's no brainer. If anything, Sorry, you're getting lucky. Yeah, oh, it's like that. It's like that age one. Of, with a good time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that age one of um, you know, you you're in your mum and your dad's in you. Do you well, push forward so or push this back? Is one of, like, this is one of the few segments that we ever had to remove from a podcast, <laughs> um, because essentially TK answered it without hesitation, and it just went down a slippery slope of Jack and Alex grilling him on answering and me just doubling down with my answers really yeah. just no <laughs> well, because the thing was he was presenting Alex with hypotheticals and he kept basically not answering which so is the like, reason why we ask Alex yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. so I was like well it's, look, it's quite it's almost like he feels like he's uh, yeah, staying on his character if he answers this like. yeah yeah whereas I, I didn't take it seriously enough no. maybe and uh, get an answer and I thought well I just I you know, Luke decided to cut it from it. I, I didn't, you know, it wasn't like I said, you need to cut this. So yeah, you were quite happy to let it fly. I remember My character's it, already taken off of a bash. I remember it took a further turn from there. It did. I've, yeah, I've had a couple of things on the pod removed. <laughs> we've all made mistakes. <laughs> well, this is it. Hey, we're still here. Well, no, we're entertaining. I was it. thinking that if someone's got to give an answer on this, I said in, in the chat, look, I was having a bit of fun on the podcast. Shoot me. <laughs> Sorry. A, we had a comment on the last episode of 3MP when we were asking Troy about um, whether you'd press a button and wipe out all these people or 100,000 less, but you have to do it yourself. And uh, there was a comment on there saying, yeah, Jesus, lads, you might have a future in government if you uh, <laughs> keep this up. Yeah. I like this guy. Um, the other thing I did have down was 
what absolute carnage Twitter was just after the last Shemima Begum interview. <laughs> oh shit, yeah. Where it went from people discussing should you be allowed back into Would you? How many points would Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was really something it, it was like those moments with the uh the, the Taliban Twitter where you kind of forget what's happened for a second because the jokes are popping it's off. It's just on the so line. wild, yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, we won't say any names, but I think everyone has seen um, the WhatsApp screenshots that went viral um, last week. Um, us being from uh, Brockworth means we're close to the scene um, in this regard. I've been asked by random people on building sites from people that are not from area, this area. Do you know such and such? So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so we won't say who. I mean... Someone posted the screenshots um, in our group chat. Um, this was the first we saw of it, but this was kind of a locally contained, like to the point where it could be within this group and it could go no further. And then it was posted in another group chat from someone that isn't even in Gloucestershire. And it was like this. I was like, where, <laughs> where did you even see this? I thought maybe someone from our group chat had sent it and it come back in. And he's like, oh, it's all over Twitter. Mate. Yeah, it's gained some traction, hasn't it? Um, like her number was left up. <laughs> I mean, it is so bad. Like, I think this is one of the few times, and this might sound bad in itself, where I really have thought about the other person that's on like the receiving end of this. Yeah, I think so. But just because we're because we're close to it, like we don't even know the person, but because we're close to the, in the area, it was one of them. And it is like almost like this was what if they top rather themselves than or them something. putting it online and it leaked or it being something where they've abused someone and someone's gone back and found something. This really was just a freak incident that for some reason. Well, not for some reason. I mean, is that like the crackers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's listening, that has no idea at all what we're talking about. Without getting too deep into it, somebody sent a picture of their growler, which is their, <laughs> la- was a their lady garden. It was. Yeah, into the under 11s group chat of a football team in our, that's in our area, basically, and it was uh, it wasn't received very well. Let's be honest. Anyway. And, and their attempts to take it out of the chat were maybe oh. were just as good. It's what it was? Kind of added to it, it was a lesson to anyone over the age of 35 yes. of, about technology. Yeah, and it's, it's still Stay there. Stay the it's fuck like, away from it. Because well, keep, they kept thinking, obviously, if they delete it, it's deleted. But no, uh, the actual person who sends it in needs to delete it. Yeah, it so, yeah it's still well. there, mate. It's still there. The thing was, for as bad as I felt, I did laugh at it being edited to look like a deli sandwich. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and then someone tagged the, the lady's husband yeah, in the like, photo. He and knows, I was like, anyone know where this kebab's from? He knows better than anyone. Yeah, he doesn't need to be yeah. told this. Uh, it's it's bad guy. as well because... I think he's had the raw end of that un- deal. Under 11s is old enough where oh, yeah. they can give him jip. It's not like it's like under 8s no, where... Where they don't really know the crack. If any, like, to, I mean, the, just the group chat as well. The group chat was full of parents, wasn't it? So there's no under 11 in the group chat. But... Guarantee you, someone someone is telling that kid. Someone's kid is finding out about that. Someone is. Yeah, there's no way they're. they're Because like we say, under 11s is old enough, isn't it? There's there's year sevens and or whatever right there that's probably got fucking Twitter or whatever you know. For sure. So yeah, it's not a great look, man. In in insane, and it's it is just a, a, a freak thing because on another day, 
that doesn't spread half as far. No, 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 no you're it's right. Just you're right. Sometimes it just catches. Sometimes shit just a pops. Storm, yeah, yeah. Like it's really weird, isn't it? I I know someone else that said like, <laughs> um, I just want to reach out and see if she's okay. <laughs> like, yeah, for real. Like just, just so there's other but, people. But that, this is also one of those things where we basically happily witnessed a crime, laughed at the whole thing, and then felt yeah, a bit yeah. bad after the event. Yeah, yeah. Where, a, l- a little bit like Troy said, had this be, well, it is a stranger, but as in a total stranger, as in nowhere near, we'd still be yeah, you laughing know, at yeah. it now. Yeah, that's so, true. Do you know what made it, do you know what the, the, the icing on the whole cake for me was that the husband's Facebook page, like his, his own, the only words in his bio were, a massive cunt. <laughs> I, it was just like the irony of that is, is great. Well, I, I thought um, that was in his interested in bit though. That was the problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Main interest. In a relationship with. <laughs> Some of the people that were the ones showing themselves up were the people that were like, uh, well, you know what, lads? Uh, that wouldn't stop us, would it? expecting everyone to join in and then people were like that actually might stop me <laughs> yeah like, yeah that for might sure. be a bit too much and then they have to just joke we're just lads chat I'm I'm saying, I'm saying honestly if if my jammer was packing that I think I'd be going to think I'm about to really think twice here man. you know what I'm flattered but yeah. I'm not sure this is going to work I said before I could find an entry point what was the tagline as well there's too many layers there was a tag with it as well wasn't there something like just like this or something <laughs> like that yeah uh, so like I want to know what I want to know what brought up that photo as a response to whatever was said yeah, basically I yeah, want jeopardy I want a game of jeopardy on that photograph you know it's bad though like when it carries on the next day yeah like that's... some of these things like the shelf life of them oh yeah is like yeah, a yeah. 12 hour thing very much and then yeah, when this did carry on you see it being like brought back up and then it's like yeah, this is like crossed over. Yeah, you probably thought you were passing. When did it happen? Now, like, it. let's say it happened ten days ago. I seen it like two days ago on a, on the timeline, I like see, being retweeted by you know some just you know you know one of these type. I saw accounts. I saw a low level battle rapper from London say, <laughs> "Ironic that uh, this badges." Yeah, yes. people are like, yes. "Oh yeah, yeah." Hmm. Um, that's that, why you're a battle rapper. That, 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 that was that but the fact that it had gone like this far, and it was even in kind of the nooks and crannies, like it isn't just on the massive pages. Like yeah. the little pages are still like passing this around. Just yeah, crazy, brutal. This little tiny, absolutely was. brutal. And she's just buzzing her face, isn't it? I assume. Yeah, I mean, a number being in there is hey, really, really problematic. It, it, this is how easy it is with Facebook. It took me all of three point four seconds to find yeah. the woman. That is it, because I, I seen, I said I knew who the under 11s coach was. I found him. I knew shit, and then I just mutuals. Boom! There she was. Find her. I couldn't look at her the same again. Looked at the face and thought, it matches. (laughs) (laughs) It matched. The way the amount of people probably did search that out, like. Yeah, it's scary, isn't it? Mm. Look, I, cause, but then the amount of people that simply wouldn't have a clue how to do it as well, they're the sort of people that are sending photos of their fannies into under-11s group chats. Because <laughs> that's what I mean. The, the internet's a funny old place, isn't it? Like, it's yeah. unforgiving. It's oh, an unforgiving place. The amount of people no that's mistakes. getting hacked at the minute with these silly, like, you know, oh, name your first school and all this type of stuff, or your, your pet's first name and all that type of shit. 
It's like, come on, man, are you really that craving for attention? You've got to keep commenting on everything you see all Can the you, time. Like, well, yeah, I was thinking if you could maybe like leak a picture, but have some like spitballing boxer shorts on. Yeah. Then the amount of people that searched for her, that's they what come I mean. straight to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, we finally get our big break. <laughs> there's a there's some dead podcasts out there that get serious traction and it's simply because they got a silly flipping name behind them you know or like some like lockdown was a perfect example of it of just where actors whoever would just thought oh i know what i'll do i'll jump on the 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 podcast cast bandwagon we've been doing this shit for like four or five years man (laughs) we just need we've been grinding it we just need one we just need one one pussy photo to bang and we are there boys that's all we need I saw I saw a tweet yesterday and it was someone and they were clearly trying to like make their podcast pop and it said it was one of these like American tweets where they're like at some point we're going to have the conversation about how you'll uh, celebrate sex workers but still talk down on sex trafficking Why? We'll get into this on my podcast out October 15th. Oh, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> and we'll also and discuss someone, someone whether nonsense should get second chances. Yeah, someone in the replies was like, there must be something better you can do to promote your podcast than this. Like, <laughs> like, I know people have told you that all publicity is good publicity. <laughs> I'm here to tell you it's not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not in podcasting. Like, that ain't going to make people sit and listen for fucking 45 minutes oh, to an hour. Just, I mean, there were people that were like, I need to hear your reasoning I'm, for this. I am fascinated to see. Can yeah, he make a compelling name, argument? Actually? Yeah. <laughs> Can he sway me on this one? Plug him. Yeah, it was very, very bizarre. <laughs> um, I don't have too much left. So, okay, so... The Super Bowl performers were announced this week. Um, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige and Kendrick Lamar are all going to perform in the Super Bowl halftime show. Fuck me, how long is it going on for? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's going to do like one song, I think, together, like a super song. Yeah, is, is this one... I mean, we spoke about expectations before. Can that live up to expectations? It's not going to be no Up in Smoke tour. No. Circa 2003 or something like that. Nah, yeah, I I don't know. It's not going to be great, is it? Let's be honest. You're better I off can. going with Maroon 5 and accepting, you know what, this probably isn't going to be that great. Yeah, like... But say... Uh, not Patriot. Kendrick. Bucks are down 20, halftime show roll, rolls up and uh, then still Dre kicks in. I mean, you're already pumped. I don't think they're gonna. They're, I don't think still Dre will kick in. No, that's my issue. With no, it, don't though. send the other team out if that happens. Because I go, <laughs> yeah. well, we know how this ends. Don't bother. Don't bother <laughs> coming we, back out. We go into forgot about Dre. I mean, I see some more like. I see a, a specific. Because how long does the how long does it usually last? It's like twenty show? minutes, half an hour. In it, it's yeah. long. Yeah. Ah, okay, okay. I thought it was about 10 minutes. No, no. Because in my head, I'm thinking it's going to be a spectacle. It's not going to be one particular song. No, it's going to be like a montage yeah, of exactly. everyone go, doing yeah, a bit of this and a bit be, of that. It will be like that, but they, they do go all in. Um, you know, Missy Elliott came out the other year. I was pumped when that happened. Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to think of like what song they have in common. And there aren't really that many, weirdly, I even though they're all the West Coast artists. Like, together... Dre and Snoop, uh, Dre and Mary J. Blige. Obviously, Kendrick's I'm had songs sure with a few you, of them, but I'm pretty sure you get still Dre in there. 
that's what I'm thinking. I mean, it it makes sense to California have California love. No, you've where is to. it? You've got to. Where is I mean, it? I don't know where it is, but I'm assuming it's in California. If you've got, just because you've got the West got Coast Drake legends on the same stage, that that feels like that's not a California. Then that's not their song. That's a Tupac and Snoop song. All right, that's my issue then. So <laughs> <laughs> they probably won't do that one then. Um, that would be a hell of an act unless they do get in. Like. Not um, Snoop. Sorry, Tupac and Dre. These two. Chargers Stadium. It's got to be LA. It's got to be if you've got that in a lineup. Like SoFi Stadium, California. Yeah. It's like the aftermath lineup. I um, mean, Eminem, I mean, what do we get from him? Because he's, if you think, yeah, Eminem's brought out like 10 albums in the last 10 years and they've all been shit. <laughs> Not one song sticks out in my head at all. Every single song he brings out, it's got that Skylar fucking Grey in it. <laughs> she needs to get out of the world. He introduced me to Jesse Reyes though and she's got Who? anthems. Jesse Reyes. Check her album out. She's got some anthems. Okay. With that, with that cast of artists, it's surely harder to mess that up than it is to get it right. Yeah, I mean, you surely can't be like a terrible, terrible halftime show. Surely, no, no. It's pretty. There's, yeah, there isn't much that can go wrong with a rap act. In all no, honesty, exactly. I mean, you got Mary J. Blige can do a bit of singing, but in reality, like, and. You know, you're not going to get a nip slip from Mariah. You're going to get a Janet Jackson on us. No, yeah, I think it'd be quite cool. But to be honest, I hate the halftime show. Always have hated that about Super Bowl. Super Bowl. I hate halftime. It's, it's I switch it over usually. It's worse if you're staying up and you have work the next day because then you're like, just get this over with. If you book the next day off, you're working from home, whatever, it's, it's not as bad. Um, Do you know what the WWE did before? They... They, well, what they used to do, they used to do halftime heat. So when the Super Bowl, would, when it would get to halftime, they would encourage you to basically turn over to USA Network and watch halftime heat, which would just be a main event. So like the most famous one is um, The Rock versus Mankind in the empty arena match, <laughs> which they filmed like a week or so in advance and then they shot it then. And it, gotcha. it, it got big a big switch yeah. over, you know? People switched over for the halftime to watch a bit of wrestling and then back over to the Super Bowl to continue. America's cool like that, isn't it? For what like how they put their telly and shit. That, seeing the way the um, Patriot Bucks kind of pre-game played out, Dana White posted in a half oh, and half Oh my jersey, God. And I didn't see him getting kind of flamed half as much as he should have been. Uh, imagine doing that over here. Yeah. Imagine like Henri came back and you're like, right, I've got a half Arsenal, half Barca shirt. Have you done my Even with, and it's, so an example could maybe be Lampard going to City. Can you imagine mm. Chelsea playing a commemorative TV package in the ground before yeah. Lampard comes out in City colours? I mean, I could see Barca the, doing it though. The way they for, did for it. For Messi. Mm. I don't I don't. I don't think football fans. No, it's, when you put it in there, could you imagine this happening football? I, my my initial thought was, yeah, I think I think because we tend to go we're quite sort of mushy towards club legends coming back. We do seem to love that, but you are right. An actual video and stuff. I don't know if team, they would though, do it, huh? For another team, I mean, like he's coming back to try and beat you with someone else. Oh no, but when, uh, when United should... for Ronaldo was coming back with Juve, yeah. they were all but. It's even worse because it is in the same league. Like I think it, I think it works only for for goats. 
like Mr. Brady, like Ronaldo, like a Messi, like obviously you're not a lot of your players aren't going to get that reception at all. But certain players that transcend their team, you know, say for instance, like Ronaldo's got fans all over the world. They're not just oh, I you know like him because he's Can United you a, playing a Cesc package before he came back with Chelsea. No, because Cesc ain't that weren't no. that guy. No, I could see us playing an Henri package if he. That's came why back I used Henri Barca as the yeah. example to have. I could, I could see you that. wouldn't do that still. No. no, but I could see us. You know, like I could yeah. see Arsenal doing something classy I when I, when Henri come he, back to Highbury. He, let's say, well, you know, the Emirates. I don't know. I, I could reckon. see something not far off it. I thought he was a little odd in terms. I thought, yeah, the, the, not, the, not the, as how, American just how as far that. he went. But I think, yeah, I think we're going more and more in that direction mm. as well. Well, look, I said before, I broke bear in mind is like ordinary players not celebrating against you. Yeah. So I was actually more annoyed when John Joe Shelby didn't celebrate against yeah, us. Like, yeah. Come on. Yeah, it's I know what you're saying. Hour, do you know what when I mean? you're a mediocre player sort of thing, you didn't really have much. It's got to mean something. Yeah. But yeah, the, the day and a half last year, I was genuinely, <laughs> yeah. I was looking at this, what is going on here? There's a guy who um, goes to the Emirates and he wears a stitched together Arsenal home and away shirt and full kit, like shorts and socks. Fucking hell. That's bad enough. Let alone if it was yeah. two different teams. You think how much you get hammered for a half an hour scarf over here? <laughs> when you're doing it with shirts. You really do. Just the half and a half scarf thing. When when you see, particularly if the person's late and they're coming up the steps, you really do hear people going in. Oh, fucking hell. That's been one of the biggest casualties <laughs> of uh, social media. Yeah, because where ever since that became a thing that you don't do half an hour scarves, they <laughs> their stock must have plummeted. I don't know because you still because the people that buy them aren't the people that are seeing these tweets about it. Like, I do, yeah, I, good I point. Do even kind, of, I do even kind of get it. Like, I think if it's like a a certain like a game, certain game is kind of historical or commemorative, I kind of can get it. Yeah, as a so souvenir. Yeah, of an, and of like an anniversary of yeah. the games, I, I can kind of get it. I don't even get it for us. I get it for like the a child. Like, you see a, a lot of uh, Chinese supporters coming to the Emirates. Mm. I don't really see much when, with them getting it because they literally do just want something to keep for the fact that they're never going to attend the Emirates again. Like I do kind of, I do kind of get it. It, it kind of makes some sense for finals as well, in a way. And I mean, and like, say you could say we played these in this final this year, or whatever. Like, yeah, it if you like, look looking at it, it's from say like a father's the, the, the father's point of view. Like, say if I'm taking Oshin to a game or whatever, that that could be possibly something as, like, you know, yeah, same yeah. as getting a programme. Yeah, oh, yeah. here's your Aston Villa slash Arsenal <laughs> scarf, and you have 15 of them now. From all the games that you went to or whatever, you know, that that yeah, yeah. could be the reason. But as a grown adult, nah. Shouldn't be getting no half and half. Ireland do it, right, with um, with the GAA, where they do the kits, the half and half kits. That's and like bad. you said about the, you know, like they did with the NFL. And and it's actually quite a big thing. Like, because for some reason, and I always, I always liked this, and I wished that we had it over here with football. We we can do it with, in like, foreign teams, but we cannot buy a, um, a kit that from within this league or from in, within this country that is not the team that you support. Am I right? Yeah. Like, for instance... Legal test that theory, but <laughs> gen- in generally... Yeah. yeah. In fairness, you know what I mean, though. Exactly yeah. true. I wouldn't. Whereas in Ireland... One. They were in the championship at the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and also you have a family affinity I sort of thing. I got it to wear to games with my mate when I was going with him. Yeah, exactly. But it, you know what I mean, yeah. though, as in you wouldn't necessarily buy... He said Newcastle... You're not going to buy West Ham's right. kit next year just because you think it's fire. Because... No, 
last no season before, I loved the Wolves kit. Like yeah, yeah that's a good example. That year, yeah. I thought the Wolves one was the nicest released. It just wouldn't feel right and in I this country. You wear the kit yeah. that you support because it is almost like if you're out and about and you're wearing a Wolves kit, then I think you're a Wolves fan. Yeah. End Even of as story. a fully grown man, that's yeah. like a. You if can't I see you in a Juventus kit, I don't think you're a Juventus fan. No. I just no, think you no. like the Juventus kit. Whereas in Ireland, it's it is that of almost that everyone wears whatever county they want. Like I can remember being so jealous because my cousins would have about twenty different kits, and it'd be like they would only ever wear Gaelic football kits every day because they'd have one of each county. Like you know, but I can remember being like, oh, we're only allowed to wear one kit. <laughs> I need to wear some uh, my Arsenal gear to the Spurs ground next weekend for the NFL. Let, yeah. let them know the yes, statement, the big dogs in town. Yeah. Um, I think that probably just about does us for this week. We got, if we do another one, actually, I think the next time we do one, we will do a uh, Halloween special. Yeah, it'd be about that sort of time, um, wouldn't it? So Always that was popular. probably the original 3MP really was the Halloween episode. Did your, did your family do Halloween? I mean, what I mean by that is, does your mum answer the door or do you just pretend you're not home? Depends. Uh, it's, I think it probably depends what mood she's in. Imagine if we just get uh, left at the door. Yeah. Time <laughs> <laughs> just records on his own. Like, yeah, they can't actually come in. I'm going to be talking to you today. But we'll talk about that on the episode, I'm sure. I was going to say, because me, yeah, me and the kids, we're going to go out and we'll, um, we'll, we'll probably do Green Bank, like, you know. Yeah, I mean, this will be like the 19th, so we'll be still ahead of Halloween. By yeah, then. man. Um, I think we're going to watch the original Halloween film for a movie podcast. In oh, such a classic. That. I used to have it on video. I've never seen it. I've seen the newer ones, but I've not oh, seen really? the original, yeah. It's not very... like. No, no. It's so, weird. Not much happens. So, like, it's a great film. There's <laughs> a bit of a thing with uh, those films, isn't there? So, yeah. Nothing, nothing much has really happened there. Yeah, for it's real. A great film. Yeah, Sean won't even watch that for the podcast. <laughs> He's consistent. Won't he? You've got to give him that. Nah. Well, it just doesn't like horrors. I said, I know you don't like horrors, but what about slashes? And he was like, no, probably not. And this ain't much slashing going on, really, is it? Well, I, I can imagine he is a squeamish lad. Yeah. He, he just strikes me. <laughs> yeah, as that, gets nosebleeds quite a bit. Um, stage yeah. fright. You've read him like a book. Yeah, stage fright. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thank you again for listening to the second episode of 3MP. We'll be back in around two weeks. Tune in then. Goodbye.